You know, I'm in a classroom right now in Girard, Pennsylvania, and I'm, I'm visiting here with very lively students in this class, and for a reason, but suppose the teacher, Kay Nichols, sets the scene. You're here at the school because you're concerned about your book, Working. Well, what about working? Um, some vocational students that I have uh, have protested, and they feel the book is unsuitable for them to read in the classroom. And uh, it's gotten into qu quite a uh, noted situation, and uh, you decided to come to uh, find out what people thought. These are all seniors. And in this class, several have working and looking through it, paperback. Mm -hmm. Are you assigned working? Not in this class, but uh, I've had a lot of students ask me about it since um, this all came to public attention. In that class where this all began, well, first of all, you were uh, assigning working for a number of years in your class. Since 1978, I've been using it in senior Votech classes. Votech? Uh, vocational education classes the English class for those students. And was there any objections? In past years, none, absolutely none. But in this year there is. Yes. And in the class we are now, are, are there students who have objected to this book? Um, I think I feel support from them for, for what I'm doing. Uh, uh, I haven't heard any objections. We've talked about the idea of censorship and so on. Uh, I think maybe they're mixed feelings in yeah. the class. So I'd, I'd like to throw this open to the class here. How do you feel, anybody, about uh, the class, the eight students who are objecting to the book? I mean, do you agree or disagree with them? What Selena, are your thoughts? What do you think? I think if the book's educating, you know, and from what I understand from some of the tech kids, it is interesting, or in, you know, educating, but I don't know if it's the language and stuff like that, it would be totally necessary. But I suppose if it's educating, it, it counts for, you know, the language and stuff. And I suppose Helena's reference, of course, is to the fact that some words used that are considered, you know, dirty words, you know, four-letter words are used. Words, of course, with which none of you are acquainted and never heard, naturally. You know. <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is the reason those words, and they're not very many in a book of six or seven hundred pages, the reason they're in there is because that person, at a certain moment in telling of his grievance or a feeling, the word flowed out of him as the most natural thing. He didn't do it to shock me, and I didn't do it to shock you. It's not to, it just flowed naturally. Then it led to something else that was beautiful, you see. But to remember the word out of context, you know what you could do with uh, Hamlet or William Shakespeare? In Hamlet, in the fourth act, I believe, the girl Ophelia goes crazy. She's mad, and she sings a song. And the song has some words in it, naughty words, dirty words. Now, if you take that song out of context and use the same approach as some people use toward working, they would take Hamlet off the shelves, the greatest play ever written. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I could even point out a sequence in the Holy Bible that deals with very erotic love that might be considered offensive to some people. If I take that out of context in the Song of Songs of the Holy Bible, some would say, take the Bible off the shelves. 
to see how far we can go. I'm, I didn't come here to talk. I'll be doing that later. I, I want to ask your thoughts. I know it's difficult, by the way, at first to talk as I'm here now, and you're hesitant. And, oh, I know. Has it ever been discussed? Has this since I've come here? I know it's in the papers. Uh, what about your folks? Helena? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, tell me about it. Tell us about it. Well, my mom, my mom, she was looking at the book. Our neighbor, he has the book. He goes to tech, and I guess he, my mom was looking at the book, and she says that the, some of the words in it aren't not necessary to teach students. But, but how did she find out about the words? She was looking at the book and just glancing through it, I guess. Do you know the effort it would take to find those words in that book? I mean, I was a... Well, you, I don't want to talk to your mom. Were other people looking for certain words in the book? Huh? Yeah. They said they can't find any. They're looking. But why is all that effort going to look for those words? That's the part that fascinates me. Instead, you could read about that stonemason, the very beginning, his pride in his work and his craft. You could read about the steelworker, about the teacher or the housewife, and, and be like some of the readers of my book who write me letters and say, from now on, they, they'll never talk that way to a waitress again, short and sharp, or never talk to a telephone app. They know now what it's like. So I'm thinking of all the efforts to look for those words. That's not what the book's about. This book's not about dirty words. This book is about work and lives of people, people like your mothers and fathers, and like you will grow up to be good, decent, hardworking people. It's my tribute to them. I, I celebrate the people of Gerard, and that's why I'm so shocked and astonished, you see. And so your mom, anyway, looking for words. I wanted to read about that housewife who would make her think about herself. Or about that woman working in that factory does this remarkable work about that fireman who saves lives. These are the heroes and heroines of our society. And so when you look for the words, you're really putting them down and putting yourselves down, too. So I believe your parents and you are better than that. And that's why I'm here. What do you think about all this? I don't know. I can see the Christian's point of view because I, they don't think, you know, that that language should be used or anything like that, but um, I can see we're, we're just, we're not looking at it to look for the smart words. We're reading the book as a book. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's good. By the way, see, you're reading the book as a book. And you say the Christians, I think uh, a good Christian seeks truth. Isn't that so? Seeks truth and revelation. Yeah. Revelation. Well, some people find truth and revelation in this book, revelation about their lives. I don't mean this book is that good. I'm really saying that to be a Christian, I think, if I may say, is not to look for dirty words. It's beyond that, I think. Now, what does a good book do? A good book. I'm not saying, I don't want to be plugging my book. I'm talking about a good book does what? What do you think? Well, I think it moves me, really, when I read one. It makes me think what I read more. Instead of just throwing it back on the shelf. Remember what I read. Did you hear me? What's your name, sir? Jim. You know what Jim just said? That they moved me. He said it moves me. Moves me. That's very important. In other words, it does something to your feeling. It moves you. 
And if you've touched inside, that does something to your life, you know. If, if you read a certain book, maybe you remember, you may forget it the next day, but it may come back to you 10 years from now. Like these people who said they'll never talk to a waitress the same way. Jim said it moves him. I think that's what a book does, it moves you. And maybe also helps you think more about things you hadn't thought of before. And that makes your life all the more richer. And makes you think better of yourself too, incidentally. Have more of an opinion of yourself too. Well, that's any, any, uh... I don't see why they're objecting to it because they read worse every day and they, they speak the same languages in the book. And I don't see why they object to it because they're no better than what the people say in here. By the people in this book speak poetically at times, too. So I believe ordinary people, if I cut out the fat in the language, you know, yes, you know, the, you know hem and hawing, there's a poetry comes out. But what Peggy just said is very interesting. Says they speak the same way, and therefore they don't want it in the book. What they're really saying is they don't like themselves. Think about that. Their saying is, hey, I'm not much good. And if they sound like me, even though they're eloquent later, and they're heroic, they sound like me, that ain't very good. And that is sad. I suppose that's what I look for in life. I'm a romantic, you know. I, I want people to have a better opinion of themselves. And the people in this book are the same kind of people, but are able to explain in their own way what the work is. And many of them have a certain good opinion of themselves. Others don't. But that's the nature of a society of 220 million people. Which also the other thing, of course, if I could just say a word or two, unaccustomed as I am to public speaking, <coughs> is that what makes a democracy beautiful, a democracy in practice? Differences of opinion, the excitement, the exchange, you know, that's so great. It's exciting, keeps your juices flowing. And incidentally, there's another people that makes me more sad than those who object to the book, because I know some of the names of the people who object to the book, they're very passionate in their feeling. I can deal with that. I mean, even, I mean, I can talk with them. But what depressed me more is the great many people who are apathetic, who just, oh, it doesn't matter. I won't discuss it, you know. That depresses me more, the indifference. You know, I'm, I'm not that I like the book attacked. I don't. But at least the people who attack the book have a feeling. They're moved, I think, wrongly. But they're moved, as Jim says. But it's that people say it doesn't matter or won't come to a meeting, you know. This would be more exciting tonight than any TV show in town. It would be more entertaining, it really will. But how about some more? That was Peggy. Who else want to? I think some other students are coming in from another class. Here's some students now. Come on in. The water is fine. You know, I guess you all know what it's about, don't you? You know, it's about the idea that some people are objecting to the book working because there's certain words in it they find objectionable. And we were talking about the effort it took to find those words. But uh, what if, well, any of you could mind telling me what your folks have been saying about it? They've been talking about it at home. Any comment? What, I'm sorry, what, what did you say about your mom? She says she doesn't see anything wrong with it. It should stay in. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Uh, what? How many times in your tech, just say your tech kids, have you heard one of the boys or one of the girls say one of these words in this book? Well, it doesn't really happen in 
oh, out in the hall or something like that. They're complaining what's in this book and they say it themselves. And I don't understand the bathroom walls and the halls and, at, you know, out, you know, outside and you know, out in the halls. I don't understand what they are what they are complaining about this book when they say it themselves and the parents too. You can't say that um, that these, they have never heard these words before. These tech kids go to tech. These tech kids. I've been to tech and they. It's worse than here and they. I know that. It's just not. <laughs> I don't think it's a bunch of crap. <laughs> now that's because that's a variation on what we talked about earlier. Most of the language in that book is beautiful, by the way. 99% of it, to me, is. People have a way of talking, ordinary people. That almost comes out poetic, you know? When Tommy the fireman, who had little education, who used some of these bad words at the end says, he says, you know, the world is so etc. up. You know, words that say, I am, you are, but a fireman, a fireman produces, he saves a life, he brings a baby out of a fire, he breathes, you can't get away from that, he knows the word. What can you say, you can't get away from that excrement? Be kind of funny, wouldn't it, you know? But you can't get away from that. And then he goes on to say, maybe that's what I'm on earth for. That's the last line of the book. And Tommy's telling the fireman talking about his work and saving lives, and the way he's talking about a kind of immortality, too. Maybe that's what I'm on earth for, that I lived on earth a certain time, and I'll be remembered maybe as being a good fireman who saved some lives. That's what the book is about, not a word that is heard every day, that is utterly meaningless as far as discussion of the book is concerned. In all the reviews of this book, it's in about 12 languages in different countries, and critics and teachers and working people, never once has the subject of bad words come up until now. So I wonder about our times today, too. I wonder about our lives, where we're living them and leading the day. Do we think we're not, we're not very good people? I mean, if you object, do they have that low an opinion of themselves? I, I try not to think that. I don't think so. And a book is what's supposed to do open windows. And so when someone says in the street, a working person says, I'll never again, you know, talk in that manner to a truck driver or to a telephone operator, that means that person has learned something. And I have too. And that's quite a reward for a writer. Well, I, you know, I can talk, I can talk forever, but I, I would rather hear your, th yeah, that's it. I was just wondering, you know, if them words could be changed and, I don't know, I don't know, that word, there's got to be words that you can get the same point across or something like that, I don't know. Yeah, reading the words, yeah. speaking the words, is two, two different things, I think. Not at all. I think it is. Not at all. If you I read it in a book, it's a little different. The words, I don't know, it's just, you, you, you wouldn't get the same meaning. It's like or like the movie, you know, the movie Gone with the Wind at the end, you know, where Clark Gable saying, you know, well, frankly, I don't give... If he had used any other word, it would have had a totally different meaning. He wouldn't have gotten the same thing at all. I mean, this is just, just a guy, you know, on the street that he's interviewing saying that. And he wouldn't say it any other way. And if he, wrote, you know, wrote it, that he said it another way, he wouldn't get the same, the same thing out of it. I don't think he would say it to offend us, though. I didn't think he would said it to he me didn't. to offend us. So then why should it offend you? 
Well, it depends. Some people aren't used to that kind of language. Well, if you don't want to just cross it out of the book or something, if you don't want to see it. You hear it at lunch. You hear it every day. You sit down there wanting at lunch, when you sit down at a table, and you know, all my friends learn <coughs> everything all the time, and you get used to it. In the book, it's if you, you know, it's the same thing. <laughs> if you, if any of those guys wanted to read a dirty book, who had probably more than that in it, they you know, <laughs> they grab it just like that. I mean, I don't know. I think they, I think it's just something to make it. They want to make it problem or something because it's our senior year and. We haven't done anything, so... <laughs> well, they're doing something now. I, know, I think they... I was talking to um, some of the kids who really object, and they said they just want to have a choice whether to read it or not. And if we... I'm not in tech, and if the regular class, if we wanted to have a choice whether to read Macbeth or not, I mean, you can't go around choosing what you want to read <laughs> because no one would, you know, read what you should. And that guy said, well, I don't give a damn. Well, that was really shocking back then. And then they said, and then people got thinking, well, if they said it on TV screen, then later on, uh, everybody started, I don't give a damn. They said, damn on TV, and damn on the radio. And you hear it everywhere, so everybody got used to it. So they, so they started using more offensive words and more offensive words. Let me ask you something here. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, all right, what does damn mean to you? I mean, what the word? What's it mean? The expression. All right, it's an expression. Or damnation, damnation to hell. Words in the Bible over and over. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like words. How can words? It's just, it's just like saying, you know, you know, something else. Just like saying table or chair or something. It's just a word used, you know, to express a feeling or. If you. Just like saying all oh, happy or whatever. No, if you just, say damn this or damn that, you're condemning it to hell. Well, if you believe if you believe the things that you believe, if I say damn you, I'm condemning you to hell. That's what I'm saying. Well, I still don't see it that way. I think they're just words used for expression. That I just that's yeah, all there is. Yeah, but if you take a look at what the word really means, there is no real meaning. Okay, you still take a word what it really means. Is it all that bad? Just think. It's just a word. Think of the meaning behind that. It's not that bad, is it? The connotation behind the word. Is but the words in the book aren't used literally. They're used as adjectives to, yeah. to modify yeah. something. Yeah, they're this, they're hardly ever used as literal meaning. More than just what's written in the book. It's, it's uh, they could people from other places take a look. Well, say they didn't read the book, but they say, aha, they they got away with the word, so they could they could write something else and take it and write it a different way, not. Like this good, like this good meaning book. if you use something else. Half the books you read nowadays are like that. Do you have HBO? Uh, yeah. No. The words in the book are up to his own choice. If he wants to have them printed, fine. But the child or the person who reads them should have the right to decide whether they want to read them or not. It shouldn't be failed if they don't want to. That should be their own well, moral feeling. anybody to. Yeah, but they're being failed if they don't read it. But the required reading, do you know what the required reading was? It wasn't to read the whole book. Oh, yeah, I know that, but I mean... You say that you're being forced to do this. Well, I mean, uh, I guess No, no, you say, it, when you say damn you, you're condemning him to hell. Mm -hmm. That's a literal interpretation. Mm -hmm. Is that your interpretation of Bible, too, literal? Yeah, I take the Bible literally. Literally. Well, I mean, I want to get that straight. Yeah, I see. It's a literal interpretation. Mm -hmm. You believe the world was created 6,000. You don't believe in evolution. No. Yeah, well, so that's, I see what you mean. So it does come down to that, doesn't it? 
Well, don't you think people have a right to read literature of all variety if it is generally considered serious literature? I don't mean something pornographic. As, as working is generally considered serious. It has been, you know. Mm -hmm. You have to accept my word for that. You know, that has been considered serious literature by critics, yeah. writers, ordinary people all over the world. And okay. years. It has. You can disagree. Well, people have the right to read what's morally right for themselves. They can't say, well, this isn't right for you because they're not that person. Yeah, yeah but then you always keep that same opinion. If you read no, no, different no, I'm things. saying, like, oh. if you want to read, it's not wrong for you. Yeah. I just say it's wrong for me. But I'm just saying, saying that I think everybody yeah. should read something a little of everything. I mean... Be versatile. People should try to keep an open mind about things instead of right away shutting it out and not even. Yeah. Well, they read it before, and that's why they think they they don't want to read something again that they've read like they've read something before they found offensive, and they go, I don't want to read another piece like this again because I did not enjoy it. And they should have a choice. They like she could have. Have you read this book? No. Then how can you talk about it? Well, have you read this book? I've read parts of it. Yeah. Parts of it. Yes. I've, I've seen I've seen the parts where the, the so-called words there, and I've read parts where they're not. You read no. parts where? The, why did you read the parts where the so-called words were? Who I told you about that? I wanted to see how bad it was. Ah, so that's why you read the book. You want to see how bad it was? No, but then I read the other parts. I wanted to see. I wanted to see if they if they created. Well, you really told me your, your view of the world. <laughs> You're right. That's your right, but not to allow others. To read it, to have it as some parents want no, to they removed can read it off the shelves. No, no, they can read it if they want. I just you meant to do that with everything. Though. Why go to school then in the first place? Why go to school? Sure. Why don't you stay home and just pick anything up you want and just go ahead? Heck well, with it. Why go to school to begin well, I'm here with? I want to. I, there's an assumption that you respect Miss Nichols, I hope, you know. Yeah. Well, if you respect her, why not go and just try it? Even for a short to read the book without seeing how bad it is, because somebody told I wanted you the to bad word. I everybody was hollering about why, why the parents were throwing such a fit. Yeah. It's not that bad, but and if somebody doesn't want to read it, why should they be failed for it if they don't want to read it? But you can do that with everything. We study the theory of evolution yeah. and social I studies. Don't want to do that. I personally don't believe in evolution. <laughs> we have seven things to read. And and I don't want to read any of them, but we're going to have to. I mean, who wants to sit there and read Hamlet all day? Well, they, they <laughs> should. What did you say? <laughs> read Hamlet all day. <laughs> Can't stand it. Well, I could be giving them an alternative. An alternative book to you. Yeah, but it's if it's that offensive bad. to you. In every class. Yeah. You have to, if you don't, like in social studies, if you don't believe in evolution, should you have something else to read? A teacher can't do that. Then they have to change well, everything for everybody. things all your life that you aren't going to want to do that you have to do. You know, it's just a part of, you know. You have to sacrifice something once in a while. You know, I really feel so bad. I, I'm, I'm sorry this book is such a chore, such a terrible thing to read, and you have to do it. I had the impression when I wrote it that it was kind of exhilarating. <laughs> I feel terrible. <laughs> well, I read the part with the uh, garbage, garbage guy. The garbage guy. Yes. I, I read that, and it was, I thought that was good, you know. I mean, that, you know. He read talking about the sanitation guy, the garbage guy, who's proud of his work. Yeah. He's telling how important the garbage man is in our society. You found that in it. Yeah. I was, I was looking through it. You know. Not looking for any dirty words like <laughs> everybody else. Yeah. Well, what's your name? Steve. Steve? Steve says he wasn't looking for dirty words. He read about this garbage man who was proud of his work. No, was proud of his work and important. That Steve told you just now what the book is all about, as far as I'm concerned.
These kids are juniors, and this is their academic English class, and they've been keeping track of things as they happen, and uh, I bet they have opinions, and I bet they've talked about it at home some, and uh, I bet you can ask questions and get some good answers. Well, go ahead. You know, what it's, you know why I'm here. I'm here to come and tell the parents why I did the book in the first place, what the book's about. So I'd like some of your thoughts about it. I'm open. You know, you realize this is... What do you, have you folks talked to, I know this is the news a lot. Has this come up at, the, at home? Yeah. What, what have they been saying? My mom says that she, she goes along with Miss Nichols that it's, there's nothing wrong with teaching it because they're not looking for, she's not teaching the language, she's teaching what the book's about. She agrees with what she's teaching and it's, it's not, not like against you never it. hear it. I mean, my mom says it's an everyday thing. I mean, that's real life. I mean, if you're gonna ban a book out of school because of real life, what else are you isolating them from? The, the crucible even you have to take all those books out if you take this one out it's not like it's not like it's it's you're learning something bad you're not learning something bad you're learning what these people how they feel about their jobs this is a whole different class than the other one isn't it <laughs> I'm sorry I keep going I'm I, I'm I'm quite uh, quite moved by what you're saying so uh, anybody go ahead you want to? That's what your. What, what about your mother? Oh, she feels that it's not wrong to be teaching it because you walk down the hall and it's just like you hear all the words anyway. It's not like you never hear them before. And the bad thing about it is that. Right either, but that's not what makes it right. But it's just the fact that it is. You're learning what you know. It's it's not. You know, you hear it every day. That's not what makes it right. It's just that it. it you are learning something by reading the book what people really feel. They're, you know, they don't want to read it because of the language. It's not like they've never heard it before. But it's not especially the whole book. That's the right, especially the text students. And she's not saying read this chapter in particular. She's saying read the different chapters in the book. But they're saying that they don't like it because of the language in it. It's not like they've never heard it before. Yeah, but you can't say you've never heard these words before, so, right. so you can read this book and these words no, are in it. Not saying that. that. That has nothing to do with it. Maybe they don't want their kids anymore exposed to it, Shelley. Shelly, or, no, Betsy, Betsy, they're exposed to it every day in their life. Do why I add to it is what Betsy is saying. But the book is... The book, yeah. Okay, but you can't say... Betsy, is that it? Come closer. Your name is what? Carrie. Carrie, Betsy. Shelly. Shelly. Kim. 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 All right, now, there's an interesting conversation going on here. Uh, not a difference of opinion, but uh, because you were saying that... I'm saying that the t parents are saying that they don't want to read because of the language in the book. And they hear the language all the what time. And this is learning them. Because they're yelling because they don't want to hear this language, right? Yeah. And it's the tech students. And it's not like they've never heard it before. And by reading this, they're learning something. But yeah, th but they still have to hear the language. The thing that Betsy is saying is that she doesn't want... She doesn't think that they should, just because they've heard it every single day, that they should, you know, that's a good reason to read the book. No, it's, but they're learning by the book. Yeah, but she's saying... You're saying it's not wrong because they hear it every day. I'm saying it's not wrong because they they're learning it. something by reading this, but they've also heard it before. I don't think the three of you, four of you are disagreeing. It's just a difference. See, they're saying, see, uh, Carrie and Betsy are saying, 
a book should be read for other reasons mm -hmm. as well. That this is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. The discussion about the language is irrelevant. And you're saying, of course, it's stuff they hear every day. They agree with that. But you're saying, well, why should I say what you're saying? Well, why should a book be read? Because you're learning something from it. But she's just saying that, you know, if you, if you read it, it's not like you're reading it just to get the language out of it. It's not that. That's when you shouldn't. That's why this whole thing is dumb. They shouldn't even be thinking about the language in it. It's ironically enough, the general language used in the book. I don't mean these four-letter words. Is beautiful. See, some English teachers uh, with political science, sociology, because they're working. But some English says, here, there's a beauty in the language of ordinary people. And I suppose, the, if I could say the supreme irony for me, is the people of Girard are the heroes and heroines of this book. People like them, you know. Well, the, I like this discussion. Anything else? Anybody? You know, um, keep going. You know. I want to see, because parents are saying this is a bad book. If it's, I want to see, I really want to see how bad this is. Because it can't be that bad. I mean, it's all over. If it was and that bad. it's everyday bad, life. It's not uh, like it's I know a lot of I've talked to a lot of people that read have read this book and they say it's really good. They say the whole mm -hmm. read the whole book. It's yeah. really good. That's what my mother said. She, she read. said that. Oh yeah, you know people read the book and like it. Oh yeah. Oh thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> my mom thought it was a really good book and it's just like it's everyday jobs that you do. It's nothing like it's rare that you're not supposed to go out and do this certain job. I wasn't sure what Betsy meant. She just doesn't feel you should have to read it if you don't want to. Right, Beth? <laughs> I I haven't read the book, I can't judge, but if there was something in there, in a, any book, that I didn't believe in, I wouldn't want to read it. But it's not something you just... Okay, I just don't you believe in, though? I didn't... Do you always believe in everything you believe in uh, evolution and all that? I mean, you know, but we have to do it. not objecting to because we have bring in a few ministers and we'll see what we can do about it. <laughs> it's the same thing. Look, sometimes it's good. I think it's sometimes it's good to read something, even if you don't totally believe in it, because then you see other people's views and it helps you to form your own views. You know? If you don't believe if you don't believe in witchcraft or evolution, it's good to read about it because then you know, you're exposed to it and then you learn from it. Because if your parents shelter you from everything through your whole life, you're really going to be in trouble when you're on your own. Yeah, what are you going to do? What about what, what's your name? Stacy. Huh? Stacy. St what about what Stacy just said? About, you read something, even if you disagree with it, it might make you be aware of something you would not, would not otherwise have been aware of. And as a result of that, you're a richer person. You, you know more. And maybe you start questioning many things, and that's what growing is all about. You see, what's interesting about this, so far, I gather, there are a lot of people who feel, well, what's the fuss all about? The book, and some feel it may be a good book, you know, but they're not the ones who are speaking out, you see. The ones who are speaking out are the ones who want the book taken off, or that's one of the things that, that's why I like exchanges. That's what town meeting was all about, that helped the early parts of our country's history. How about some more? I like this conversation. <laughs> Anything else that hits you? Cares to you? I know someone asked me about my job. I'd tell them exactly how I felt. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I would just go right out <laughs> because it's that bad. <laughs> yeah, it is terrible. I mean, I mean, 
you put it up with? And it's unfair. Well, we talk about working, aren't you? Well, the book deals with both the good and bad. Like, now, the stonemason loves his work. He's proud of it, and he explains that. So it's a combination. <laughs> what are you going to get out of an interview if you don't let the person say it how they feel? Now, if you're going to cover it up and, and cut out the You can't say it's an interview. Yeah. You can't it's even not, say it. It's not the person. It's not in their own words. That's not... That's not what the person said if you take that out. Because I mean, you may put it a different way how he really feels. I mean, you have to say what he says. And yeah, you can't should people be required to read that? That's what the whole thing is. That's what the parents are upset about. Yeah, because we are required to read about evolution and, and witchcraft. Study. And, and we, I don't believe in evolution, it's but I still have to read. <laughs> Let's have a discussion, not an argument. <laughs> but I mean, but it's, so, true, though. it's so dumb because if we keep not reading this stuff, we want it's an easy way to get out of work. We'll just say, right. well, I don't believe if in witchcraft. Really I'm what you're doing, if that's really what you're doing is getting out of work. But I if that kind of stuff, okay, I maybe know. not. I do too. Oh, wait a minute. I want to hear this. What were you saying? I think the whole thing just started as they were just trying to be little babies, folding uh -huh. their arms, saying, I don't want to read this just to cause uh -huh. trouble. And then some parents said, you know, oh, well, let me read this book you don't want to read. So they read it, and then they thought, oh, my goodness. And then, you know, the whole thing just blew up out of proportion. And okay, maybe, maybe if we're talking about the tech kids in this instance, okay, but maybe it's not the tech kids. What if maybe a freshman academic English class was required to read this book. But she's not giving it to a freshman just, that's academic true. English That's course. true, but we're talking she's giving about it to seniors. parents banning a book, because if they get this book banned, then they'll be in other books. And then it'll it's just keep going on forever and ever, and they don't want to do they have a book that on right? witchcraft. Do they have that no. right? No, they don't. I don't think right. they do. You don't want to read something because you don't want to read something because you don't like something in it. Do you want to be made to read it? I think we, we all have to do stuff we don't want to do. Okay. I heard yesterday there's an eighth grade class that reads yeah. this book. Yeah. Don't there's look an eighth grade English class that reads this book. Because of the interview. You can't say, okay, I want to have an interview. Discussion people, not argument. Come on. But you can't say, okay, I want to take an interview on you, but you can't use any profane language. You know, this is you can't do that. It's not expressing what he really thinks. What does school mean anyway? If someone says, I don't want to read that, I don't want to be forced to. What's the idea of school? I think it involves a certain... You don't want to read it. You're not wanting to broaden your own horizons. Just, it's, they shouldn't even be looking at the words. It's not the point, point of the book. They should be focusing on what the guy says, not on yeah. what the profane language yeah. is. Yeah. By the way, this is something, if it could be specific. You think this began as a gag? Mm -hmm. I, know. I do, too. Huh? No, because there are... There, I know the person, Bob Burns, and he's very religious, and he doesn't believe in that language. But I think he should he, have to read this book. But he's, he didn't... I mean, he's the only one who started this. I mean, there was two people, and now everybody, and the whole tech class, I mean, I think the two people who don't believe in it, I agree with them, but everybody else is just... Just, it's you just a joke to have to read the book. Trouble. Not if they don't believe in okay. it. Okay. Because they can't. I mean, they won't. Anyhow, they but won't But those two students should have went up to Mrs. Nichols and said, hey, you know, our okay, religion is against Do you this. think they should have to read the book? You know them, which, from what she said, do you think they should have to read the book? What? They're sincere. They're, they're sincere. They don't have to read that They're not objective. They don't have to stop at every swear word or something and say, oh, my God, I can't believe this. If you read the words, what are you going to read? They're words. They're there. You're taking it as an overall thought. You're not thinking of one sentence that has about three bad words in it. I know, but you're saying skip the swear words, okay? Not if you not skip, skip them, just skip don't... The yeah, just don't... Bad point. Think of it as, oh, this is oh, how this person feels about his job. Wording. 
don't say, see, oh my Carrie God. Is, see, Carrie, in a way, all are hitting, but she's explaining it, it seems to me. We all are very good. But her point is, what's the book about? People are talking about their jobs. And that, you don't wait and concentrate in that way. The word is then, you go right on. At the way with the person spoke, there was a flow, and it goes on. But it's mostly about talking about his, her jobs. Feel good, bad, and different about it. And so, Bob Burns, you know, that's interesting. That's Robert Burns. You know, Robert Burns was the great Scottish poet, you know, who, by the way, was loved in all Scotland, and now and then would have a randy poem, you know, a little poem about love and have words in it. Now, would they take Robert Burns, the namesake of Bob Burns, you'd take him off the shelves Why the Scottish people would kick you out of the country, you see? Because they remembered the beauty of Robert Burns, who spoke of the brotherhood of man, all men shall brothers be. Or would the God, the gift he gives us, the gift he, to see ourselves as others see us. He would from many a blunder save us and foolish notion. It's very applicable now, isn't it? And the one who did it was Bob Burns. I think we'll bring that up. Are we gonna, am I gonna meet him? Bob, I mean, am I going to meet the class of the eight? I hope, I hope that uh, Robert Burns is there. Oh no, and I'm not going to try to. You know, I want people to express their thoughts. That's the important. As you have here, I've spoken a little too much, but I like your thoughts very much. I think this was good. We had a real discussion here. I thought of words and what a book is about. You know, you could take. You, by the way, many, this is just another words. most people here don't believe in evolution. Is that it, around here? Yeah. Most do not believe in evolution. Right. right. But we don't sit and say, well, I'm not going to read this because no. I don't believe it. Yeah, but it doesn't have four other words but you don't believe in that. That's right. But they're not saying they, they're just, they're saying that, you know, these four letter words that they don't believe in are in here. We're saying we don't believe in evolution, but we don't say, hey, we're not going to read this book. Well, is, is, uh, what about, suppose you go to school and someone, a teacher in biology or something, and it gives you Charles Darwin's classic, Origin of the Species, which is the book. Would you say, I don't want to read the book? Uh, it offends me. No, these people might. Well, in the same. Right. See, you were saying that every point of view you disagree with. Well, that's yeah. place to working. I'm not saying that's in the same league as that. It isn't, of course. The others are classic, but the same principle but applies. But really, they can't. Well, like you're saying, these people, Bob Burns, whatever, they can't judge everything just until they know, until they, you know, think about what is the, is the true meaning instead of, you know, just saying, oh, there's a word in there. I ain't reading it. Forget it. The objection isn't the book itself. It's the use of the book in school. Everybody was a kid at one time, and you know that that's what the kids are going to go through the book for in the first place, because they know it's there, and, that, and that's what they're going to look for. Well, I have faith in, uh, see, I have faith in the intelligence of the teacher, Kay Nichols. I have faith in the intelligence and good taste of the students and the good taste of their parents, hoping that when a book is written seriously, as this is, and offered, they will read to find out what these people think of their lives, and thus windows will be opened. So it's a question of, I have respect for the students and the teachers. Don't you? I'm beginning to wonder. What do you think about yourself? 
How do you look at yourself? I look at myself as a person who hasn't yet had a chance to start in the world, and I don't think that I should be put out to start with more, more. The book has a lot of value to it because I have read most of the book. But it's not to be taught in school. That's, I know that that wasn't the purpose when, when the book was written. If that would have been the purpose, it wouldn't have been endorsed by things like Playboy. That was a critic there. That was also New York Review of Books, also the London Observer, also Lewis Mumford, one of the great social observers of our day. You see, you're picking, if you don't mind my saying this, you're picking on one little thing that's wholly irrelevant. It was made to be read by everybody. It has been taught in schools throughout the country and in many parts of the world. And uh, this is the first time I've heard this sort of objection. I, don't you think, do you like the people in this book, some of them? Some of them have good attitudes, and that's what we should be put out with, the good attitudes. What do you think education should be? Tell me. What should you To make myself a better person. Well, that's exactly why I wrote this book. People tell me, who read the book, certain ones, what can people like yourself say? In reading that book, I'll never again talk that way to a waitress in Ballarat. Now I know what our life is like. I'll never again talk that way to a telephone operator. Now I know what our life is like. I'll never again talk about a truck driver on the road. I know what his life is like. So therefore, I think that's a better person. Have you read the whole book? I've, I've, read, I've read at least one story out of every book contained within the book. I realize it's a long book, and I need to read the whole thing, but I, I think a good portion would be fair to read before one condemns it. But, uh, so what have you gotten out of the book, reading, reading those uh, portraits and different books? <laughs> well, I found out that there's a lot of things that I wouldn't want to be according to the book. But somebody's got to do that job, and somebody's got to be happy with it. If you were going to write a book like that for school, why didn't you take two people that work at the same job, with one with the good attitude and one with the bad, uh, with the exact same job? Ah, so now we come to an objection I hadn't heard before. This now, you know, the dirty words is only a front. That's not the real objection to the book. It's something else, isn't it? Now we're coming to the heart of it, aren't we? That's what it's about, isn't it? That you don't like the attitude of some people toward their work. Well, I do have, and I think that Miss Nichols asked you to read about the stonemason who loves his work and is proud. Why did you refuse to read that? You can't take a part of the book, not not for an educational purpose. You can't take one part. If it's it's like they said at the meeting, it's not a fair representation of the whole thing. There, there. This would be a good book. You, you could get the same point across without the language. Listeners, as far as I know, masonry is older than carpentry, which goes clear back to Bible times. Stonemason goes back to way before Bible time, the pyramids of Egypt, things of that sort. And he tells about the history of it. This man, with stone we build anything. It's beautiful language, too. And one of the, one of the aspects of this book is to people, ordinary, hard-working people, without too much normal, formal education, can still speak beautifully. What are some more objections to the book? Any, anybody so far? Jim Richardson and, and uh, 
Bob Burns, Robert Burns. Did you ever hear the Scottish poet? You're his namesake. He's the great, greatest poet Scotland ever had. And he wrote beautiful poetry. And also he wrote Randy poems now and then. But they didn't pull his stuff off the shelves because he wrote some Randy poems. He's remembered for his beautiful stuff. I'm not comparing this to Robert Burns. But he's good. You've got a very honored name. Most of this isn't required material. Fellow, yeah. Well, see, we're required to read this here. Now, those plays, Hamlet, it's not required material. And we, we have the choice of reading it. Here, we have no choice of reading what is in the book. Well, you'd have a course, you went further, you'd be in the class in English. Hamlet wouldn't be writing, maybe not in this class. Then what would you do about Hamlet if it were required reading, as it is in some other classes? I have no idea. Well, aren't you interested in knowing, in knowing I've about never heard, I've never seen Hamlet or heard of the play. I've heard of the name, but I've never read it or nothing, so I don't know so what is in it. I want to ask anybody, do you believe that a student, if he doesn't like a book, that's it, toss it aside in class? I don't want to read it. This, this, this is a case of morals. Morals? Morals. That's, if, if we let this go now with us, maybe it's all right for a senior, especially one that's going to go right out to work. But what happens when one of the teachers in the middle school says, the seniors are reading this, and this looks like a good book to me. I think I should have my 6th, 7th, and 8th graders read it. This would hurt sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. This book. Do I? Yeah. I think it's making the language socially acceptable. So, in a seven hundred and some page book, you remember the few instances where the language was used. Well, you were speaking. Don't you remember language. anything else about the book? Yeah, I remember other things, but what, what's a sixth grader going? What's the mind of a sixth grader going? What do you think the mind of a sixth grader is going to be? I was a sixth grader once. Yeah. I can remember. I, I remember. The things we ran around looking for were, were what we ah. exactly what we weren't supposed well, to do. Well, maybe something was wrong. You don't mind my saying this, do you? With who taught you to look for these things and not for other things? Nobody teaches you things like that. That's human nature. So it's human nature to be dirty? When you're that young and, and your parents teach you the opposite, it's it's well, human nature to go against. I have more faith in human beings maybe than you do. I have faith that people can be good and decent and be curious about the world and knowledge. I guess you and I differ as to what the human being is like. Simple. Do you believe human beings are evil? No, do you? How, how do you feel about this book? I think it's okay on the market, you know, for other people to read, but I think it should be, like, kept out of the schools. You shouldn't, it shouldn't be required to read it. But if you want to, yeah. That we're being forced to read it and we get an F every day that we don't read it. That's the entire issue. Just because we refuse to read it, they're giving us an F every day. And there should be some choice. We're not asking to be in the book. Well, then, uh, this could go almost any book. You refuse to read it. It's a bad word. How about Robert Burns? Your namesake in English, Robert Burns. He wrote some pretty randy poems about love. Would you take him off and say, I don't want to read him? You I should have the right not to read Robert Burns' English class? I'd flunk that student, too. I'd say, leave the class. You're not interested in literature and learning. I'd say, just leave. Why do you, why do, you do this to the class? You are immoral, if I may say this. I, see, I'm getting angry now. Because mm -hmm. what you are saying, I know you want me to, because what you, what you are saying is that 
damn literature. I use the word damn then, forgive me. Darn literature. Darn school. Would you read what I want to read and just stick to what you're going to read? That's hmm? not the issue. Nobody objected to the last book we read. Do you have any faith in Miss Nichols at all as a teacher? Well, it's getting kind of hard, I think, to be honest. Where'd you get these ideas? See, the last book we read, the book was okay. As far as, I, as a matter of fact, I don't even remember. What book was that? It's called The Jungle. And, and we read it. You know, the whole class read it. it. Nobody's trying to get out of any work. And we asked for a substitute to this book, something similar to it or equal to it or whatever. And we couldn't get that. It's either this book or nothing. And that's, that's not right. All we want is a choice. If something's... If you don't mind me saying, if something's trashy, we should be able to set it aside and read something good. It's, that's the whole issue, having a choice. You have decided this book is trashy. I don't want to say the whole book is trashy. Could, I can say the language. Could you, I want to check, could you tell me about this book? Whom do you like in the book? I don't like anybody. You haven't read the book. I've skimmed it. You haven't so read far. the book. Now, for someone not to read, how do you feel about that? For someone to condemn a book without reading it? To condemn a person without knowing that person? My mother read the entire book. Did you read it, though? No, I didn't. I'm asking about you as an independent thinker. Well, then how could you condemn a book without reading it? Because I've seen it, too. How could you condemn a person without knowing a person? And I won't read it. Huh? I won't read it. Why, why not? Because of what's in it. You don't know what's in it. You say, how can you condemn a person without knowing that person? If you sit down in a restaurant beside of a person using this kind of language, you're going to get up and walk away. And that's a form of condemning that person. How often on the 700-page book did you go out of your way to look for this language? Oh, I didn't go out of my way. I know in that last story, the one you said yeah. that he was such the a wonderful person, yeah. that, that word used in there more than... You think he's a bad person who used this word? The man who saved he's, lives, who may die very young. He's, he's, no, book. we're not huh? judging people. What we're judging is whether this book should be taught. I know you're judging. What, what, do you, what, what school for? What are teachers for? Not to teach us words like that. Can you imagine? I know your parents believe in discipline. Students telling teachers, crossing your arms, I won't have that. You're doing that to Miss Nichols. Passion question. Yes, sir. I imagine you spent a lot of time writing that book. Okay, well, Wakuni took a few extra days and interviewed someone else that didn't like your job just as much as some of them guys that used that language that didn't use the language and wrote about them. A few more days if there's only... You see, you're, you're, you can't leave that matter of words out. The people I interviewed were very eloquent and very moving. I mean, we wouldn't have got the same... Uh, well, just, just a minute. There were that nothing could beat that fireman, Tommy Patrick. But, uh, see, that... You see, your mind is on these words and not on the idea. These words are hardly meaningless unless your mind was stuck on those words. You're not interested in the people in the book. These words you see, these, a man at a certain moment uses a word that is a bad word because he feels a certain moment, and that word becomes like a diving board, a catapult, and leaps to another idea. And that's why I did it. I didn't do anything. I just caught the man at that moment. There must be about 10 or 12 spots in the book with these words on a 700-page book. What is it in your mind that makes you think of this dirty word and nothing else? What's bothering you, Jim? No. Yeah. Yeah. But did, have you no other response? No. You don't? 
I mean, I, you know what, what gets me? I'm not getting anywhere, obviously. Your minds are made up, you know that. There's a 700-page book, a hundred or so people tell of their lives, and your mind is on that minuscule aspect. I'm thinking about your perspective. People don't, who've read this book, with the exception of you, the first ones, in the dream, have ever talked about the language. They talked about the beautiful language, the fact that people can be eloquent about their lives and about work, good and bad. And so, see, I'm thinking about how your mind is working. And obviously, Bob Burns said it's closed. A closed mind, you know, that's not what America's about, you know. The town meeting is about exchange of ideas and allowing to be open to new ideas, fresh ideas, even reading stuff you disagree with. That's what the country's about, and not about a closed mind. Do you mind hearing another point of view from one of your contemporaries? Mark, is it? Yes, yeah. I had no complaints about the book. You know, when, uh, after I graduated, what was in the book is what's out in the world right now. So uh, they, they will be going, you know, they're graduating this year, and they should know what they're going to be facing when they graduate. And uh, I don't know. I worked in a factory that they used worse language than uh, that's in the book, and you can say I don't want to work in this factory because you know the men in this shop use foul language. If you don't like the language, do you have the option to go to them and, and ask them kindly not to use that kind of language in front of you? Do you have that option? Is that your right? That's not your right. But in this book, we don't have the right if we want to read it or not. We don't have that right. They're take, they've taken that away from us completely. It's either read it with language or get an F. Well, yeah, I, I've changed my mind about a lot of things in life as I grew older, and you see I'm getting the old gray hair here. And, and one of the reasons I feel, I'm not sure of myself of many things, I'm not positive. I used to be positive, I think, when I was younger, and I'm less positive as I grow older. And I think changing my mind and seeing where I've made mistakes about things has helped me a little, I think, mellow. And that's all I'm asking you guys, just to I keep... One Did you write this book as a school textbook? Oh, no. I wrote that book not as a school textbook, no. I never had that in mind, none of the books. I wrote that as something called an oral history, an oral journal, how people talk about their lives. I wrote two books previous to this one. One was called Hard Times, about the depression of the 30s, people remembering it and then young people, because I felt there was no sense of history today, that many young don't know of the past, you know. Before that, a book called Division Street, America, about a large city, and it was Chicago, the city I know, and how it was old-timers, how it was years ago, and now. But the same technique of people talking, and all three books eventually, appeared in classrooms, in high schools, and colleges, and sociology classes, in English classes too, because the language, and this is the irony, was beautiful, is that people could speak beautifully, people who are not college professors. And that's why I must admit I'm a little surprised by this. The irony is that in all these books, most of the heroes and heroines are people like your parents.